Ladies and gentlemen, purges of all ages, it's that time again. Get those grief boxes and those yellow flowers ready because we are celebrating Remembrance Day on a very special episode of the Purge After Show. So stick around. I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, AfterBuzz. Y'all know what time it is. It's Tuesday night. The siren. Where's our siren? Can we get a siren, know. Ryan? This is a little too no, happy for me. It's Remembrance Day. Oh, see, no that's siren. what it is. That's what it is. <laughs> it's just a little bit after the purge. We're remembering those we lost in the purge. Guys, we're so happy to be back. We're happy for not you to be back as well. My name is Ty Matthews. Joining me as always, not the full squad, but the, the we we got the squad here. We're we're representing here. On my left, you can find us talking about My Hero Academia and of course how to get away with murder. Ladies and gentlemen, it's <laughs> Jamie Gray. Hey, the squad is here. Yeah. Absolutely. And to her left on the far end of the table, uh, he'll be back later on with his signature oh, segment. Of course. Purge or Purify. You can find him Ooh. also talking about My Hero Academia, as well as Total Divas, ladies and gentlemen, Ollie Drennan. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> that needs to be the regular. <laughs> oh, there we oh, go. Here we go. See, right. now we can get into it. Now right. it's a Purge after show. There you go. There you go. That's what I was waiting for. The, see, the horn is for the late siren. That's what it is. Absolutely. Oh, man. Guys, let's get into it. Let's talk about Grief Box. We got, do we have general general ideas, general reactions to the episode? What would y'all think? Whew, I feel like so many people are triggered. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when first of all, Marcus, I like that we get this flashback on his character and his mm-hmm. ex-wife because I was we were all kind of wondering what happened to her. Was she purged? Right. She's still living. So I think that just learning all these things about these characters, Ben, he's also still triggered. All of the trauma, everything is coming back full circle. Ben slipping um, further and further. And Remembrance Day is almost kind of uh, symbolic to that because they're all remembering things from their past and how it's coming back to haunt them. So mm-hmm. I thought it was a great episode and so much happened. So we got a lot to get into. Absolutely. Ollie, what'd you think? I know. Well, I think, gosh, well, now I'm already <laughs> thinking about predictions. I know. Jamie. See, no. this after show is so prediction heavy. <laughs> I know. We've got to contain ourselves. Well, I think, my theory, <laughs> no. Uh, I, I enjoyed this episode. I think it's kind of raising more questions, but also continuing to answer them. Like Jamie brought up, we met Tanya, which mm. we'll talk about. But also, I'm like already wondering, like, where the heck is... I feel like all the characters kind of are embedded with, within the web, but I'm wondering more about Ben. And I'm right. definitely disliking Ben now, for sure. <laughs> Get it as together. we'll talk about. But I'm wondering, how does he connect to everyone, other than kind of being friends? As with... far as, like, how he connects to, like, Marcus, Esme, yeah. like, everyone. That's yeah, yeah, true. Yeah. That's Marcus, a good point. He, he's, like, kind of buddy-buddy, uh, buddy-buddy, air quotes, with uh, Darren. Or Darren? Darren? Marcus. Darren. Marcus, so so Darren is Marcus's son. Yeah, Marcus's right. son, but that's about it. So I'm wondering how more is he connected. But- yeah, that's kind of, and I think that that may be the only connection is that Ben and Darren are are sort of classmates, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Um, what I love about this episode is we we keep getting more and more of these little details of the the universe of the purge. We talk about it every week. We got even more. We've got this whole kind of sub holiday, this sort of like tertiary holiday <laughs> in Remembrance Day, three months after the purge. If you've lost someone on the purge, you get this little I guess grief box that has a picture of them. It's got a little urn of what may or may not be their ashes, based on the cold open of the episode, based on how they were shoveling those ashes into those wheelbarrows (laughs) um but what's interesting is that it's this whole like 
you know, the, the, the commercialization of the purge is one of the things that I think the movies mm. and the show has really touched on. And we get that whole, you know, you've got the grief boxes, you've got the yellow flowers instead of the blue baptisias for the purge. Um, it's, it's those little things, you know, it's the little things that really build out kind of the, mm-hmm. the world, the constant references to the 28th amendment. You know, mm-hmm. we hear when Darren's talking about uh, professor Adams violence studies, he's talking about people that grew up with the 28th amendment. It's these little details, you know, that keep kind of building up, uh, this universe that I really enjoyed. Um, so man, where, where do we start? Who, who do we start with? Man. Well, first off, shout out to the purge, national holiday, making more holidays with with Remembrance Day. If the NFFA is going to do anything, it's going to create more holidays for them to profit off of. And it's funny that Remembrance Day reminds me so much of like Dia de los Muertos, like Day of the Dead, because that just like wrapped, uh, October 1st, 2nd. Right. Kind of how you celebrate it with your friend, though. Uh, Man, (laughs) man. That's what it reminded me of. Side note. Not to get too on on a tangent, I drove by the Hollywood Forever Cemetery. There's a Dia de los Muertos celebration yeah. there, packed just wow. shoulder to shoulder. So many people. Shout mm-hmm. out to Amy Cassandra, my former co-host. She was there. Yeah. She had her Calavera paints on. Elena <laughs> Jordan, another AfterBuzz. Of course, she was of there course. too. You know? But uh, oh, not ready for October to be over. Right. Anyway, <laughs> um, so you know what? Lou? We talked a little bit about Ben, so let's get into into oh, into ben. ben. What we saw from him. What we saw from Turner. Uh, and also this sort of this like anti purge sentiment, you know, we've we've got these anti purges there at the party. Mm-hmm. Uh, what did you guys think of of everything here? I mean, I think it's all really interesting. And again, I love the whole perspective that the purge is giving us this season with um, this movement. I will say for the anti purge, it's like that's a thing too. Kind of like how we have our cancel culture here. People might agree with it or may not agree with it, you know, for our generation, but. You know, it's still a movement. It's still necessary. So um, for her, to, it's almost like campaigning, you know, to purge or not to purge. So I loved it. Um, I thought that with Ben, you know, just with him being so triggered with him and Turner, um, I thought there were many instances where he was going to kill, you know, even maybe his girlfriend or, mm-hmm. you know, um, just other people at the party. I thought he was going to go off the deep end even sooner. So it was just getting worse and worse. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Ollie, what you think? I agree with my girl Cassandra in the chat. She says Ben. Is getting a high off killing everyone. Oh God! And yes. gosh, like you are who you surround yourself with. I mean, he met his new friend at Whew. the little the shop. Oh yeah, with that he was like holding the bow and arrow, not the bow and arrow, it was like the crossbow, cross, crossbow. Yeah. yeah, the automatic crossbow, right? Some or was, some Daryl Dixon with? Dixon action right? there. And so that guy was creepy too because <laughs> he brings up something that scares the crap out of me about the purge. What do people think about throughout the entire year? And this character freaking answers that question. He is thinking about someone who effed him over and. He, Three sixty-four days out of the year, he's thinking, "How am I going to kill this person on Purge Night?" Right, that's yeah. terrifying. That's literally something that he thinks about every single day, and he's so casual about it right. too. And the I'm fact like, that he's going in, he's dapping him up for purging for like, just yeah, being bro. being in the Purge USA store. <laughs> like, what did that person do to get your order wrong? Right. Like, Probably you do not want to screw with anyone throughout the year. So it's and, just yeah, just like and then Ben's creeping me out too because he's so. He's like, hey, you want to go to a party and celebrate Remembrance Day with drinking? <laughs> and so I'm just like, oh, God. Like, ben, <laughs> this new friend. I don't even know if we got the friend's name. I don't know if we yeah. did. I didn't catch it. But 
Bad vibes. Let us know Bad in the vibes. chat if y'all did. Um, I love in the Purge USA store the fact that they're they're giving like twenty to eighty percent discounts in honor of Remembrance Day, like cashing in on the holiday that's meant to honor the people killed on the Purge to make it easier to kill people on the Purge. The NFFA man, yeah, they're smart. Well, and speaking of the NFFA, let's talk about the farmer that we saw Ben kill last oh my week, gosh. and the fact that conveniently we find out that he died of heat stroke. Which is wild to me. I was like, wait a minute, did I hear this correctly? Because (laughs) I'm like, which I think it freaked Ben out. Mm -hmm. Because he's like, well, then was someone watching him? Right. Or, you know, how did this get covered up, especially the day after Purge? So Mm -hmm. it's just a hot mess, but yeah. Did I catch that correctly, though? I was watching it and it said three months, like, missing? Was that correct? Or I heard three months that the person was missing, the the berry farmer. (sighs) I don't know. Uh, I know. So Remembrance Day is. So this episode, Remembrance Day, is three months after the purge. Okay. Yeah. 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 yeah, Okay. But that's interesting because time is moving fast. Right. Right. So it's cool. Like, okay. So. Save it for predictions. <laughs> but anyway, uh, that that's so funny because it's like they covered it up. Exactly. It's exactly, exactly what the NFFA co- they covered it up. So right. They just wanted to make it seem like violence and murder isn't happening at all throughout. A- the exactly, year. which is exactly, and we'll get into, into my, that a little bit. But it's exactly have, that's exactly yeah. what Darren was talking about with Esme. The fact that these statistics might be completely bogus, they might be falsified, just to present this this illusion mm. that the purges is, is is letting it all out and letting people kind of uh you know be 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 less violent over the year when of course we know that's not the case right that they're hiding it all and and that's the thing it's like you think that things are getting better but they're not one thing i also noticed just to kind of reference anime as well but (laughs) yes please ben is almost creating like a he in a sense a death note you know he's writing down the names of the people that he wants to kill Mm -hmm. and then he'll make those plans just like his friend is influencing so he has terrible influences I just don't see him getting any better. But that scene with him and Turner in that room, I honestly was kind of hoping he would go through with it because I was like, I mean, you're already there. He did screw you over. He did leave you. And honestly, like, I don't know how you guys would react, but let us know in the comments. But just that whole thing, you know, and I think that he didn't go through with killing Turner because, you know, Turner said that his brother was purged mm. and it's like is that even true it's like it's yeah I think so and I, I wanted to ask you guys what you thought of Turner's apology because it seemed for as much of a dick as <laughs> as it turned out that, that Turner was in these last few episodes it seemed like this was at least a little bit of a turning point like yes he's still a complete creep but he his apology seemed heartfelt and it, it did seem like he got that grief box right. and so he's kind of he's in mourning on Remembrance yeah. Day. If you got a box, I believe you. Right, 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 right. <laughs> if you got a box. Yeah. Uh, I mean he wasn't it showed a lot about Turner and kind of I felt some sympathy for him. You know, he's crying, he's not partying, drinking. You would think that like if it wasn't if it didn't mean anything like the box. Well he, he had I thought he had been drinking. I thought we saw him like stumbling up the oh. up well, the steps. I mean, he was sad drinking. He's sad which drinking. is something I do a lot. <laughs> Relatable. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I mean, he's not killing anyone, unlike uh, l- like freaking Ben, for instance. Right, right, right. But it did it was interesting that it showed some hum- humanity still left in Ben. Yeah, he's not completely far gone because he didn't just he didn't kill Turner. He wanted to kill someone he else. He wanted to. I like that he was like, get all right, get out. Got it. <laughs> right. Got it. Hurry up. <laughs> I, I thought for sure that Turner was going to be onto him when, when he started pointing out like you're kind of mm. glimes with a hunting knife. Yeah, and then like. 
it, it, Ben was so easily able to kind of like, oh yeah, is that weird? Like he was so able to convince him that that's what he was doing. He scared me, right? In that scene because his whole face, he was just like, he looked happy but like nervous. You know, it was yeah. Great acting. Yeah, he he was smart though. I feel like he probably didn't kill him also because they were in the the party house. Like the party was that's and I yeah I think like you can't really kill someone. That's probably more so what it is. It wasn't so much that that his heart softened. It was the fact that. There are shitload of witnesses here. Yeah. I'm gonna wait till this anti perjurer is walking alone in this hallway. I take that back. Ben Smart. <laughs> yeah. I was like, dude, do not come for the social justice warrior character. And I think I think that speaks to what we've been saying is that this was in Ben all along. It was just that night that really kind of brought it out. Brought it along. Because he yeah, because he is being methodical about all of this, you know. The farmer, that might have been something out of the heat of the moment. It was. This was pre Literally. premeditated. Yikes. I mean, God. And we keep getting this, the God mask. She didn't deserve it. We keep, (laughs) of course. We keep getting the God mask reappearing. Yeah. Uh, Oh my gosh. And I think that, (laughs) and that, that, that's obviously, you know, the, what Ben keeps slipping into, this God complex, you know, the fact that he can, Mm -hmm. he can take life so easily. I mean, he can, yeah, and he can choose when and when not to do it. Right, 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 right. Uh, and I, one thing, one other thing that I'd like to talk about before we shift gears to another subplot is the fact that when Turner apologized to Ben about, about ditching him on, on Purge Night, Ben's response was, I lived. And once again, I feel like Ben is speaking on multiple levels. Maybe I'm reading too much into it, but he didn't mean, he, I don't think he just meant that he survived. I think he meant he actually lived for Mm. the first time. When he purged. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, he's scared the hell out of me. Ben. Man. We'll see. I don't know. I don't know if there's any saving him. Uh, I'll get it. I got a prediction. I can't imagine. I think the the only person that I think could have could have saved him at this point is Professor Adams. And Mm -hmm. she gone. So (laughs) she gone. So (laughs) along with a lot of other people. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So I don't know. Uh maybe Esme, who knows? Who knows? But Ben is I think we're inching closer and closer to Ben being kind of the the big bad of the season, as mm-hmm. it were. Big bad Ben, you know, gotta be someone unreal. Uh, let's see where do, where should we go from here? Let's um, l- let's talk about Marcus. Let's talk oh, about yeah. Marcus and his good, that was a good episode, his then. quest yeah. for for who hired his purger. Who was trying to purge me? Right. <laughs> what did you guys think? What did you guys think of Tanya? By the way. Okay, just from a black woman's perspective, I was like, yes, a real sister. Well, not, I mean, his current wife is a real sister as well. But mm. it was just like, oh, wow, like, different. Um, and I think it showed his humble beginnings as well. Because even when they were trying to protect themselves from Purge Night, they had little to no protection. They had right. a gun, thank God. But they looked like they barely knew how to use it. The family's all cramped into, um, you know, this home with, like, you know, even where uh, Marcus's son was like hammering nails, mm. you know, it just showed his circumstances and how even back then he wanted to upgrade his life. And Tanya wasn't really for that. She wanted to be somewhere where she knew that was comfortable. And then to see where he lives now, it's kind of foreshadowing into, into maybe like, who did he become? He seems so different from the people mm-hmm. that he used to be around. And so... You know, I think that could tie into predictions and also who could have been in that truck because it wasn't that other guy. It wasn't Andre? <laughs> no. Yeah, because yeah, I do. And that's when when that truck popped up. I was like, we never saw that Jamaican flag before. Right. <laughs> you know? Right. Yeah. Maybe he just added that. Exactly. <laughs> right. Because I'm like, who has a Jamaican license plate? Throw like, what if the, the cops pull you over? So that, yeah. 
But yeah, poor Marcus. It's just it's it's very very interesting. But I love the throwback. Um, I, I loved it all. Absolutely, mm-hmm. Hollywood. Thank. Uh, it was interesting, like Jamie said, kind of to find his humble beginnings, and it made me kind of. I think we kind of saw like how uh, more of the lower middle class kind of deal with the purge. They might not have the 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 financial capabilities of having that shelter, the bomb mm. shelter. They literally have to do the tooth and nail to protect themselves. And it, it was it made me sympathize with like the neighborhood of how close the neighborhood was. They were all together, just mm-hmm. they, fighting that what what twelve hours the purge lasts. Right, it right. Was so kind of it made me feel for this poor like lower middle class family and it was this was really refreshing to see like a 14 year 14 years ago right it was 14 yeah. years ago yeah yeah um and how much he's just grown from that so i'm wondering if who it could be maybe they're jealous of marcus's life now i don't mm. i it was nice it was also nice to kind of meet tanya mm-hmm. cuz she seems very humble yeah absolutely yeah. and she and, seems very nice she calmed down yeah. the the uh, the infiltrator mm-hmm. of that particular purge night and I was wondering, yes, oh, uh, maybe, Eli, yeah, yeah. maybe yeah. Tanya has something to do with the hit. But it was, it, was, it gave us a lot of uh, fleshing out of his backstory and also learning about Tanya. Yeah, I think that was one thing that definitely jumped out at me. I think a lesser show would have would have maybe vilified Marcus's first wife or made her kind of a little more one dimensional. I like that we actually got a sympathetic character, someone that we liked, someone that we rooted for, you know, that things between her and Marcus might not have worked out, but at least as far as we know right now, it wasn't really either of their fault. Mm -hmm. Um, That's, you know, I I love that. It's also, as you you mentioned, a great, I think, source of tension when we see households in the Purge universe and they only have, you know, like, wood over the windows. I mean, if, if you've seen... The, the original Purge film, uh, spoilers, I guess, if you haven't, it's kind of weird if you haven't and you're right. watching this, but um, we saw that even even the high-tech sand and security systems don't stand up against a dedicated attack. Mm-hmm. So when it's just two by fours over the windows, like that amps up the tension and the anxiety to me. Exactly, that chainsaw cut right through. That scared me, and it's like, you know, I will say that this is probably the first time in a long time since maybe the first or second Purge movie where I was genuinely scared for, like, a group of people. Right. Because you had kids, you had the elderly in there, and they're just running around. Like, they, it's like, that looks very realistic because that would probably be me, like, oh my gosh, where do we go? Sure. And just seeing that chainsaw, whew. Yeah, my nerves were through the roof. Right, and and I think the the idea that it's become this weird, almost sort of tradition, you know, like batting down the hatches for the purge, I think has become kind of a thing. Like, all right, invite everyone over, let's get everyone together, get the kids away from the windows, you know, like little Darren's hammering away at the at the boards, and it's and it's it's not weird to anyone, you know. Yeah. Marcus isn't isn't a fan of it, but it's not it's not popping out as weird to anyone. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the main thing is like he had always thought about just the future purges. You know, the purge takes over your life. It's something you have to plan about forever unless you're able to move out of the country. So, right. um, you know, I, I kind of wish that him and Tanya could have been on one accord about that. So I, I kind of want to know more about what happened with that. And did right. we even see what happened with Eli Coleman and um, Tanya? Uh, Tan- Tanya talked him down. He took off the mask. And it, and it just seemed like that's kind of where they where they left it. Yeah, well, he got a name, mm. so he might be showing up predictions. That, and that's the thing. <laughs> in, in a meta kind of way, like, we're not getting a first and last name without something Absolutely. happening. I'm, right. Maybe. Who knows? Um, he, he signed a two-episode deal. <laughs> right. <laughs> <Three> episode <laughs> deal. <laughs> right, exactly. You know. Um... 
But you know, we we find out later on that that Tanya tells Marcus someone was asking for him around last August. So it's been if if theoretically the purge is in March, we're in June right now. Remembrance Day is in June. That's about you know what ten months since the last time someone was looking for him. That screws up his whole timeline, screws up his whole list of suspects. So he has to go back to square one mm-hmm. in terms of looking for who it was that hired uh, Diedrich Haywood, as we found out the 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 guy who tried to purge him. Is name was with the scar on his hand mm-hmm. um, goes on the ivory road we find out he's offering both money and pharmaceuticals in in exchange for information about who might have put the hit out on him so mm-hmm. he's kind of like lying lying with the with the dogs as it were on the ivory road right yeah it's a nice little craigslist ad he put out there you know <laughs> the facebook posting group you know right you just gotta even in the purge world they have it exactly <laughs> gotta gotta just brand it and just you yep. know just like start out your business or whatever <laughs> right Fiverr. right uh so let's talk about esme and and how she's working with Darren to, to find out more about the death of Professor Adams, more about her study, and eventually what what's happened to Olivia Hughes. What did you guys think of, of all of this? I mean, it's just so crazy that everything is surrounding Miss Adams like this. I mean, you just you, you just wonder kind of how is everyone involved with this? Um, when she had the list, I didn't know fully what to think of it, but when mm. we're starting to see that all of them are deceased and it just keeps going and going that's what makes it scarier so i mean and just the fact that she was bold enough to even go to these you know to these homes and put herself in those situations it made me more scared for her yeah especially seeing that one um that one guy you know kind of confront her it's like did he smell a body did he sense it like Mm. who who has anything to do with this sure sure yeah 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 it's just it's a lot Mm-hmm. I think, well, she's going to kind of feel, find a similar path as to Marcus because I feel like both of their characters are kind of, they're at some point, they're going to have to get their hands dirty. And we're seeing this. She's already being watched now that she's done all this research. Oh, for now sure. she's found Olivia dead, murdered. Right. Murdered. Right. Yeah. <laughs> we know yeah, for not sure. Suicide. But of course, we come to find out that the, the, uh, the what was it? I wrote it to Estrada mm-hmm. when she called him. It was a suicide. And oh yeah, he knew about her sister. Yep, everyone's watching. The fact That's that so she's God. the fact that she's using NFFA computers on company time to use facial recognition to find the people that were involved <laughs> With their in the study Wi-Fi. and her like, boss. Come her on, boss knows. you know more than anyone what the NFFA is capable of. You think they don't see everything you're doing right now? Yeah, like. It ain't just like they see everything. You're not just when you're just browsing Facebook on company time. Mm-hmm. Everything. And it's like this on company time, like on their clock. <laughs> you're just She's using bold. their your eyes. Yeah. <laughs> Literally they're paying you. And, and you're so just- <laughs> yeah, exactly. But we saw her boss watching her. We like from from the webcam, from the, the camera on her computer, uh, he knows what's going on. Estrada obviously knows what's going on. Um so yeah, just just to kind of recap, just to kind of rewind a little bit, Darren and Esme they're they're going over the the brain scans that Esme found at Professor Adams' uh, house or apartment, whatever her residence was, um, and they're finding out that that people that purge aren't they're they aren't just getting it out and then chilling the rest of the year. It's lighting up that receptor in their brain and making them more violent. In in theory, that's what the the study's positing over over the course of the rest of the year. Um, as we saw with with Olivia's quote unquote suicide, as we saw with the farmer that suffered, you know, supposed heat stroke. Heat stroke. <laughs> um, it seems like just violent crimes in general 
are being covered up just to present, like I said, that kind of idyllic utopian illusion that right, right. no everything's fine everyone just kills it's 12 hours a year and every all the, the rest of the year everyone's just fine and dandy <laughs> interesting uh, so yeah we're they're they're kind of inching closer and closer to the truth but of course that's going to put the NFFA hot on their heels yep wouldn't that be interesting just like 10 people die in a week oh right. I'm, I'm just what did they come Natural cause. They all got super sick. It's a thousand ways to die. <laughs> and you just have to think of a new way to, okay, okay, NFFA. Like, they have meetings. How is this, how are we going to cover up this murder? Oh, she, she slipped on a banana. Okay. She broke her neck, fell down the stairs. You know. Shout out, shout out to a thousand ways to die. I was on that show. Oh, really? We'll talk about that after, afterwards. News go, and gossip. Go find <laughs> that. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so that's kind of, that's what where we're at right now. Like we said, Estrada knew about her sister and what happened to her mm-hmm. on Purge Night. Um, I don't think, as far as we know, we know anything else about, about Esme's sisters, so we'll see what that what that kind of is all about. Mm-hmm. Um, but Definitely who knows? Definitely something with Purge Night. Yeah. We got a lot of predictions to get to. Finally, let's talk about Ryan, about Tommy, about this this big heist, this one final score that they're, that they're planning to kind of get them mm-hmm. out of the game. I mean, it's, it's just very interesting. Um... You know, especially with Tommy, you know, just being in... Uh, Tommy's the one that's um, in jail right yeah, now, right? Yeah, um, Just with Tommy, because I'm wondering how can he even trust anybody, you know? Even with anyone coming to visit him. I don't know how he's able to trust people. We see bruises on his face. I'm wondering if oh, he's yeah. thinking about purging someone if they do let him out. Um, and if he is able to get out with extra money just to get out of the country. So, it's up in the air. So Right, it's definitely <laughs> giving me mad, uh, uh, what is it called? Mission Impossible vibes. Of course. Okay. They're, they're trying to hijack the plane. I'm like, what? We're going to get some big ass action some... scenes at the end of the season. Literally, because I feel like it's so grounded right now, but then I feel like season finale is just going to go like over the top. <laughs> Tom Cruise action. Yes. That's uh, the thing. And the, like, that's, it's just making me it. think. I'm like, does, can USA afford to pay this off? Like, because, uh, well, because we know that, to be fair, from what I remember, Ryan's talking about the heist happening while the planes are on the ground, right? Mm-hmm. I think that that might be how we get around all that. Okay. I don't know if, no shade on the USA Network. Right. Characters welcome, of Absolutely. course. <laughs> um, but I don't, I don't know if, if we're going to be seeing any, any midair action as much as I would love to see it. I think it's all going to happen on grounded planes. <laughs> Speaking of grounded. Um, but yeah, we, we've got this big heist. I love that Tommy knew right away. He's like, look, you didn't come to say hi. Exactly. I know that. It's fine. Well, especially with all the security. I'm just wondering, can we really trust Ryan, though? Oh, interesting. Like, really? I just, I don't know. Uh-huh. You know, because he had something to do with it. Is he going, he's not going to, you know, put himself forward, you know, to to help Tommy out. I just, I don't understand how it's all going to work out to actually get Tommy out. It's just... I don't know if I would trust him. Right, 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 right. Interesting, interesting. And then we we meet Carl, uh, Tommy's bank employee friend. Yeah. Who I love. I love the fact that he's he's at the strip club where grief boxes get you free laugh dances. Like I mean, that's just such. Gotta, you know, gotta, gotta, gotta get the people. Gotta in. get it in. Exactly. <laughs> exactly, and you know, Let it out somehow. exactly with how many people die on on purge night, you know, so many people are gonna have those grief boxes. So this poor establishment is is losing money hand over fist on free lap dances. I'm sure. 
I'm sure someone like Chipotle has like a four dollar burrito, like they, you know, well, for, for Remembrance Day. Bring in your box. Gotta be, there's got to be a list of all the deals right. you can get I on Remembrance Day. And I would like to know, like so you know, I can you know, around town. You know how you see those articles where it's like, here's all the free stuff you can get on your birthday. Yeah. Yes. Here's all the discounts you can get on Remembrance. Show day. us the death certificate, <laughs> and you get a discount. Great <laughs> grand slam at Denny's. <laughs> you know? Buy one get one free fries. Mm. You know you're getting that free grand slam. Absolutely. Come on. Take advantage of it. Give me, oh man, RIP, but give me that moon's over my hammy. Um, Let's see. So, uh, what what else? What else we got here? Uh, Yeah, it's pretty much this this whole subplot is really just kind of putting all the pieces into place for the Overton heist. We find out it's it's a hundred million dollar job. It's going to, allow them to get out of the country and escape mm-hmm. the purge hopefully i know we talked last season about the purge going global Overseas. going international in <laughs> in this kind of universe but wouldn't that suck wouldn't like to risk all of this for this kind of a job to get out of the country and then for them to institute their own birds. I just want them to like, stop. Like, where do you go? I, know. I just want them to stop talking. I'm like, okay, I want to see some action. Right. Put, yeah. put your money where your mouth is, literally. <laughs> and put this plan into motion. I know that's, you know, thinking ahead, but I'm like, okay, I want it to be Purge Night again so I can see this you know, it's a lot of talk. Right. Mm-hmm. A lot of Batman. Exactly. Boys. We need some action. <laughs> Come on, let's do it. That's all um, I'm saying. So, yeah, but before before Ryan leaves Tommy, he gives him a book. There's not a file in there. There's not any porn in there, much to Tommy's chagrin. <laughs> I know, right? Uh, I don't think we got a clear shot of what... I tried rewinding it. I tried pausing it. I don't think we got a clear shot of what that book was. So I think we might find that out uh, next time. I was thinking at first it might be The Portrait of Dorian Gray. I don't know if that holds any significance. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I couldn't quite tell. In the chat, let us know if you got a clear shot of that book's title, how it might relate to Tommy's predicament. Who knows? But a lot happened in this episode, y'all. It did. It did. It, did. it was good. Right? I'm excited for that because we're at the halfway break. Well, no, we're not. <laughs> Next week we will. Yeah, yeah, there we go. Yeah. Ten episodes? Okay. There we go. We got it. Uh, but yeah, so that's a, a whole whole lot unfolding uh, as the season rolls on. Um, we we don't have Danny. We don't have we don't have news and gossip. But we got Ollie Drennan yeah, with absolutely. special segment Persia Purify. Hey guys, uh, this Danny. is your emergency broadcast system announcing the commencement of the annual purge sanctioned by the U.S. government. Mom, thank you, Ryan. Yeah, I was gonna say Danny. He's not here because he just doesn't like Remembrance Day. He <laughs> Stay really safe out there, Danny. Too he, close to home. We we like free stuff. But yeah. you guys know what the special segment is. If you're tuning in live, please join in. If not, that's totally fine. And let mm-hmm. us know. Would you purge or purify in this episode? And um, basically, I'll go first. Mm -hmm. And I would say I would purify this episode. And what I would purify is Ryan's voice because I'm so <laughs> it's so raspy and like Christian Bale yeah Batman. I'm kind uh-huh. of give him a cough drop some some tea <laughs> you know just purge because it's so it almost sounds like a voiceover that's like yeah my, I love the show that's my one critique <laughs> <laughs> is his voice just stop talking he's like okay purge all right we're gonna we're gonna do this heist and I'm like Ryan he's a man's man get yourself right? some Mercola or something but I don't know what do you guys Mercola. think would you purge in this episode, or would you purify in this episode? And what would it be, possibly? Let me know. Let me know. What do you think? I would definitely purify Ben, 
because he's just he he needs healing. Um, I was gonna say purge at first, just because I was like he should have just purged Turner and right. got it over with. But it's like you're at a party; it would have been too easy. Especially, I would have rather him purged her than that innocent girl in the hallway. Mm. But just to to heal him, let's purify Ben and, and hope for the best. Right, yeah. right. I'm going with I'm going with purge, and I I <laughs> I think I'm I I would go ahead and purge. Uh, right. Yep. Thank you very much. I'm gonna go ahead and purge Ben's Ben's new buddy that he made at <laughs> uh, the yes. at the at the purge USA store because man. Ben's already so far gone. He doesn't need any extra pushes no. in in the direction of being just a full on murderer. Like, do not give him that automatic crossbow. Exactly. <laughs> enough. He's gonna do enough damage with that hunting knife. You know what it's gonna be? Here's what it's gonna be. With here's, a bolt or rock, he even did. Exactly. Yeah. Here's here's what I think Ben's arc. What I would like to see it plan out. Have you guys ever heard that story of the paperclip? And the person kept trading it for bigger and bigger things. No, is that a, elaborate? You guys know about? The, okay, so it's a story. I forgive me. I don't know if it's if it's a real story. I don't know if it's apocryphal at this point. Okay, the story is someone took a paperclip and they were able to trade it for slightly more valuable things, and they kept doing that over and over and over and over okay. until it was like I don't like a grand piano or something like that. Damn. And yeah. so I feel like that's like. The purge version, that's what we're seeing with Ben. Like, he's gonna start with a hunting knife. Each person he kills is gonna have a bigger weapon that he's just gonna keep getting bigger and bigger <laughs> elaborate weapons oh until he's gosh. just like, until he's just wrecking a, people. A tank. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> a tank on purge night. Whatever he's, we know that like nukes aren't allowed on purge night, but like that's kind of it, I feel. Uh, I With think tanks would be yeah. <laughs> have some limitations. On exactly. Let's let's chill. Let's be realistic here. But I feel like that's what I don't know if that's really going to happen. But I think that would be funny to see. <laughs> Just keeps exchanging weapons for bigger, better, deadlier purge fare. Who knows? Uh, Ryan, can you look up that that paperclip thing? I don't, uh, just I'm to looking make, it up. Just to make sure I'm not. <laughs> I know no, he's ready. Somewhere. I mean, it makes sense for his character arc too because he's just getting worse and worse. So yeah. to see yeah. him actually make more gory or, or more brutal kills, and I think that's what it is. Even if it's not like weapons wise, I think like just mentally he's becoming so much more comfortable with In it. In the beginning, with the dummy scene where he was being the oh crap my god, out yeah. just. Putting a just a, a shit kicking on this poor dummy. If I was Kellen, I'd I'd be looking at him like sideways. Right, right. she's wow. just over there chilling. Like, so it's a true story. Is it's it from a true a man story? Named McDonald. Okay, where he had a red paperclip. Got it. And he traded it for a fish-shaped <gasps> pen. Amazing. And then after 14 more transactions, he was trading a movie roll for a house. Oh. That's dope. I love wow. that. I've heard of this. I don't right? know where, but that rings a bell. He got a house at the end of it for a movie roll. Thank you. Wow. Our fantastic producer, Ryan, on yes. the ones and twos, everyone. Thank you very much for that. I appreciate you. Thank you. Um, so with with that all being said, let's get into our favorite part of the show. Let's get into some predictions. Oh, Your After Buzz TV predictions. What are we thinking, guys? Where to even begin? I'll start with Michelle, Marcus's mm. current wife. Clearly, she's still <laughs> up to something, but I noticed that when he uh, talked about the man that Tanya saw, who was tall with very dark, long hair, her face completely changed. So I'm just, it's something Ooh. to do with her for sure, but I'm just wondering how does that relate to, you know, him almost being run over, you know, things like that. Um, with Ben, he's definitely going down a, a terrible path, but I feel like it could get down to the point where he could possibly kill his girlfriend 
or right. be about to just because she's so oblivious oblivious I feel like he is literally playing with death so he might start to do it with his loved ones and I'll just keep it at that so far I like that. I like that. I like yeah. that. I'm like trying to map it all out right now. I'm literally like writing what's happening. I <laughs> By like the that time this season's over, we're going to have like a big ass cork board with like thread. <laughs> like, all right, here, 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 here. We're all going to be Esme. Uh, <laughs> well, I'm going to start off basic and think that the final episodes will be Purge Night. We're going to make it to Purge yeah. Night. Mm-hmm. We're going to like see these characters transition well, throughout the year. You made a good point that time is, is happening so fast. You know, right. the first episode was on Purge Night. We're already three months in, so right. I think you're on the right mm-hmm. track. So I think it has to be, or even like the season finale. Well, we'll we'll see. Right. Uh, I think Ben is going to eventually prove the fact that, yes, people will get more violent through purging in the night. I don't know how. Maybe Darren's going to play in the factor. going to get his ass or something. For sure. They have to prove this, I can't say the word, statistic right, that it is the fact that the NFFA is covering everything up. And hopefully Ben, we're seeing him become this killer, become more violent. So he has to be the the uh, the catalyst of proving mm-hmm. the fact that that fact. And lastly, I think Darren and Esme. I don't think Esme's in too much hot water yet, but I think her and Darren are going to continue to work together. And then I said it, we're going to see that blonde lady, that evil, creepy blonde lady. She's oh, the police chief. Yeah, yeah. I don't know her name. Yeah. If we got her name yet, was it sick woman? The sick woman. I don't think it was Reynolds. <laughs> I think Reynolds was a different cop. But yeah. But I think she's definitely going to try to throw a wrench into uh, Ryan's plan. Sure, absolutely. Course, yeah. I think uh, Esme is definitely playing with fire, uh, as we already saw in, in terms of her superiors at the NFFA. More than that, I, I'm starting to wonder if maybe by the end of the season we're going to see Tommy turn on mm. on Ryan and and the gang and one of one or the other, right, right, and and use that money. I think I feel like too much of the show has been invested in Ryan. I think we can trust him. Um, Doug and Sarah were is you know we're not we're not sure I don't know, mm-hmm. um, but I think I know right Tommy Tommy might he maybe, maybe those two might turn on him maybe maybe Tommy it. and Carl you know maybe Tommy and Carl are in cahoots mm-hmm. you know hundred millions a it's a lot and of money. everyone is being promised money it's like is everyone really going to be able to have access to this money at the end of the day right. you know, all these false promises <laughs> they're not going to so. kill each other that's exactly. the thing exactly like, so it's like who can you trust. Who can you trust? <laughs> They're putting a whole lot of trust in Ryan. Uh, we'll see. Who knows? If you guys have any of your predictions, no matter how weird they are, honestly, yeah. the word of the burger, I love completely out there fan theories and <laughs> predictions. If you're on Twitter, hit us up. If you're on Instagram, hit us up. If you're on iTunes, download, comment, resubscribe, rate, five stars if you're nasty. If you're on YouTube, leave us a comment, mm-hmm. leave us a thumbs up. We love talking about The Purge. We know y'all do. Let's all do it together. Uh, but guys, let's go down the table and tell them where they can find you. Yes, thanks for tuning in, guys. Cassandra, Nicole, we see you in the chat. We love you guys. I am Ollie Drennan. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Ollie Dream- Dre- okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> at Ollie Dreamer. And uh, check me out on Total Divas coming up soon on After Buzz TV tonight. There you go, All Jamie right. Gray. Thank you guys so much for watching. Follow me on Twitter at It's Jamie Gray or on Instagram at Jamie Gray. J-A-I-M-I-G-R-A-Y. And I'm also on How to Get Away with Murder. You can catch us this Thursday. Subscribe to the Drama Channel and so much more and the anime panel with Ali this Sunday. 
There it is. As always, y'all can find me on all forms of social media at Ty Matthews PMA. That's Twitter, that's Instagram, that's PlayStation, all that stuff. You can also find me on Tuesdays on XPOC 12360. We had a fantastic episode today talking about his time in Japan, all that good stuff. You can find me on Championship Wrestling from Hollywood. And if you're in Southern California at the Pack Theater as a brand new member of the Friendo Sketch team, whole yes. lot happening. But as for After Buzz TV, we'll be right back here next week, same time, same channel, talking season two, episode five of the purge y'all know what it is but until then stay safe our founder kevin undergaro and me maria menounos would like to thank you for tuning in to after buzz tv remember we're not just the first we're the biggest in the world and we're the only destination for all your favorite tv shows whatever you crave we've got it so go to afterbuzztv.com and check out our lineup buzz you later <laughs> The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.